Welcome to Global River Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit globalriver.org. <laughs> so yesterday, anyway, I had a, a little bit of time to visit Neil. Um, I went there Thursday, and they didn't allow me to, to see him. Um, they made a mistake. Apparently, they thought somebody went to see him, but nobody, were, nobody was there. I'm on now. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, so I was able to spend some time with him. Uh, he has, uh, the machine is, is, uh, is 100%, but that doesn't mean he's not breathing. He can take it off and talk about 10 minutes, and then the machine starts to go down, whatever he's breathing, and then he's put it back, and uh, he's able to eat. He says, uh, I would like to have some salmon and a uh, little bit of the salad that you make and some of the vegetables. I say, brother, you're talking to the right person. I go, I go home right now and I make that for you. So I went home, I made that, and I brought it back to him. He was able to eat, not all of it, but he ate very slow. And he says, I save the rest for later. So thank you, Jesus. He's doing well, so just keep him in prayer, okay? Keep him in prayer. Thank you, thank you, Lord. We're going to go to 2 King 4 today. 2 King 4. Father, I thank you for this word. I pray, Lord, that you help me to really communicate what you want to communicate to, this, to, to us, to all of us. So I thank you, Lord, for this blessing and the privilege of being able to share this message today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. By the way, my wife is translating. Mi esposa está traduciendo. Así que dice que aquellos que necesitan los, los ratitos, eso, préndanlo, porque ella va a estar traduciendo o, está, o está traduciendo. Uh, aunque mi inglés suena español, pero <laughs> my English sounds like Spanish anyway. So, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. All right, we're going to go uh, once again to 2 King 4, 1 through 7. I just want to start right from the, right from the get going. Fear have gripped not only the, 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 the world, but I feel the country, United States, us, the church, everyone, the fear, fear have gripped. Where fear comes from? Fear comes from Satan. Fear is not of the Lord. Fear is not of God. So fear have gripped the nation, have gripped God's people. And today, I want you to stand. I want you to say, I will not fear the enemy. I will not fear anything, any, anything up there. For the Bible says clearly whom you shall fear. Fear of the Lord is not fear or hiding or I have to hide because God is going to punish me. Fear of, fear of the Lord is honor and respect him. Yes. So you honor and respect the Lord. That is fear of the Lord, not hiding, not being afraid. So you got you to distinguish these two things here. You got to really be able to, to understand that what God says, do not fear. He's saying, do not fear of anything of the world. Do not fear the enemy. Do not fear sickness. Do not fear that you don't have nothing to eat today. Don't fear about that. I am with you. I see your need, and I will provide it. I will provide. 
when he sees the need in, you, in, in your life, be sure that you know that God will provide for you. But you have to have that faith. So what's the title today of the message? How big is your faith? How big is your faith? You're going to have to stand and say to yourself, how big is my faith to stand still in this, in this situation? How big is my faith? So you have to have faith. So we're going to read this thing, this, this uh, scripture in uh, 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7. It says, the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elijah. Elijah. Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that he revealed the Lord. But now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elijah replied to her, and maybe you can highlight some of the things there here that is going to be good for you in the future. That it's going to be good for you when, when this time will come. Because we're going to go through a message. Maybe you have to go a little bit fast. But anyway, Elijah said, but now, she says, but now this creditor is, is, is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elijah replied to her, how can I help you? Maybe you underline that. How can I help you? The second thing he says to her is, Tell me why you, tell me, tell me what do you have in your house? Tell me what do you have in your house? Second thing that you should align. She says, your servant has nothing there at all. She said, except a little oil. Highlight that. Except a little tiny bitty thing I have. Except a little oil. Elijah said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Another thing that you should highlight, don't ask for just a few. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour out. I'm sorry, pour oil into all the jars. And, I, and as each is filled, put it in one side. She left him. And afterward, afterward she shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. You and your sons can live on what is left. Hallelujah. Amen. You got to read the whole chapter 4 of Second King. But that just this scripture is full of, of if you apply it to your life, you will see miracles happening in your life. Miracles coming to God's people, brothers and sisters. Miracle is coming in God's people. And you have to have faith. You have to believe it. 
And we're going to go through this. I, I just want to be able to, to communicate a message that I felt very strongly that God gave me, not just for me, it's not for me, it's for the body of Christ and for those who are watching. But you have to practice it. You have to believe it. You have to have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, you can't believe anything. You have to have faith. You don't have to see it to believe it because God is in charge. You don't have to see it. You just claim it and you say, I have it. I declare from the beginning, Neil is not going to be. He is healed in the name of Jesus. So you got to stand with that. You cannot say, well, I went to see him, but he doesn't look good. No, 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 no. He is healed in the name of Jesus. I believe the report that God has said, by his stripes we are healed, regardless what you see. And that is, that is with everything in your life. Everything. It's not just one thing. It's with everything in your life, you got to declare it. And you have to believe it. So I, I can tell you that this, this is, praise the Lord, this is the last Sunday of the year. Woo! Have we gone through some craziness? Have we gone through some craziness this year? We have gone to all kinds of crazy things. We have gone through some challenges ourselves, like sickness, disease, viruses, political unrest, division within the nation, even sometimes division in the body of Christ because of the, all the confusion and all the craziness that the enemy have poured out. I mean, it's a raining of, of, of confusion all over the place, and that, that has affect even the body of Christ. That should, not, that should not ever affect the body of Christ, ever. And you have to believe, you have to stand, and you have to say, that would not affect me because I'm a child of God, and I believe in the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I believe in God. Division and confusion should not affect God's people, but it has. So we gone through all this violence in the streets, and we even lost, we even have lost some of our loved ones from our own church. We have lost brothers from our church. Or maybe we should say we have gained a brother from our church. He is in heaven. They are in heaven, and they are praising the Lord. I don't know if they watch from there or not. I don't know if they have a, a clear vision of what we do here, but I, <laughs> they are praising the Lord. They are in the presence of God, so thank you, Lord, for that. But we have gone through all this craziness this year, but you know what? God is faithful. Amen. Come on. I want to hear amen. God is faithful. God is faithful, and you have to declare, no matter what I go through, God will never let me down. He is faithful. I believe in my Lord Jesus Christ. I believe in God the Father. I believe in the Holy Spirit. It's in me. The Holy Spirit in me will tell me everything is going to be okay. Everything is okay, for I am with you. Do not fear. Do not fear. I am with you. It doesn't matter what goes around. The Bible says if 10,000 fall on your right and whatever thousands on your left, do not worry for nothing will harm you. Amen. That is in the scripture, brothers and sisters. Yes. And you can say otherwise. You can say, well, I have seen things and how can this person die? How can Jeremiah went through all that and God says, I'll protect you. Guess what? He protect him. I don't know, maybe, maybe for your own natural thing, you say, well, I didn't see no protection there. God protected 
God protects you in the mix of all the craziness. He is protecting you. So we have to believe it. He is faithful. God is faithful. So I strongly believe, I believe, seriously, I believe that this is the year that God is going to make a difference with his people and the people of the world. This is the year, the beginning of the year, not just the year. This is the beginning of God making a difference with his people and the people of the world. Now, are we going to go through challenges? Yes and amen. We will. But that is when God is going to make a difference, brothers. That is when God's going to make a difference between his people and the people of the world with the craziness that we're going to go through. And I'm going to read some scriptures to you. So I strongly believe that this is the year that God is going to bless his people. But this is the year that you must, you, this, is, this is the beginning, not, not this year, but I'm, I'm kind of talking in the future. <laughs> I'm going to say this year, I'm talking about 2022. This, this coming year is the year that you must have the faith of God. Listen to me. This is the year, this coming year is the body of Christ, the believers, you must have the faith of God. Don't put the faith, your faith on yourself because Peter tried that. Peter says, oh, no, Lord, you will never go to cross. I will die for you. I will even go to jail. I will kill, I guess, if I have to. I don't know what he said, but, you know, he said all those things. Jesus saw that he was trusting himself. And Jesus says, Peter, you're going to deny me. Don't trust yourself. Don't trust because you, 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 you're very strong and you can fight anybody that faces you, Peter, these things have nothing to do with flesh and blood. You would deny me. So don't trust yourself. Do not, do not have faith. Or don't have faith in yourself. Do not have faith in the government. The government will not help you. The government will destroy you. The government will not provide anything for you. The government is not for you. The government is against you. We do not put our faith in any, any government. Amen? Come on, you, you, you stand in that. You don't be afraid to say, I'm not afraid to say, I will not trust a government. I won't. I have faith in God. I have faith in the Lord. So don't have faith in yourself. Do not have faith in the government. But I'm going to tell you another thing. Do not put your faith in any doctors. Sickness is coming. That no doctors is going to be able to heal you. No medicine is going to be able to heal you. The sickness that is coming. So our faith is not on the medicine. Our faith is not on doctors. My faith is in the Lord. And you're going to have to prove it that you have faith in God. Because it's coming. It's coming where you must have faith in the Lord. You must have faith. I strongly believe this. I was in my little closet praying and, and getting ready for this, and, and all this stuff was coming to me. And the Lord says, this is the coming year, the beginning. I'm not saying that this is the only one year, and it's, the, the, you know, it's going to finish after that, everything's going to be wonderful, or everything's going to be bad. No, the beginning. This is the beginning of us 
have to show that we have faith in God and trust God because what is coming, it will destroy you if you, if you put your faith in something else. Don't put your faith in the government. Don't put your faith in the doctor. Do not put your faith in the economy. The economy is ready to collapse. Do not put your faith on your job. Do not put your faith on whatever it is that you're getting. Put your faith on God, and God will provide for you. God will, will multiply everything in your life. So do not put your faith on your paycheck. Do not put your faith on anything else. Just, 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 just. And you have to say that to yourself all the time. I just have faith in God. I, I myself have detached me as much as I can from everything of the world. I mean, I don't watch no TV. I don't watch nothing. I just, I just pray. I read the Bible, and that's it. I eat and, and, and sleep and, and read the Bible. I, I, I am detached from the phone. I am detached from everything. I just go and make, make a few phone calls here and there. No Facebook, no Twitter, no nothing, 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 nothing. I don't want to be in anything. It's just so crazy bombarding the, God of the, the body of Christ with nonsense, and we are receiving all this stuff. You, we need to just have faith in God. Trust him. He will deliver you. How, I mean, he says it. He says it very clear. He says, you look at those birds, they praising me every morning. They're not even thinking what they're going to do. They just praise the Lord, singing, singing hymns to the Lord. And every day the Lord feed them. Every day he feeds them. I believe, brothers and sisters, and maybe I'm crazy, but I believe that we as the body of Christ, the time is coming where you can go weeks and months without eating nothing and you feel like you ate the most wonderful meal. I believe that. I believe that God is going to make it such a difference in God's people that the world is going to be crazy and they're going to say, how in the world are you making it? And there you can stand and say, but my God, the Lord is my supplier. He feed me every day because I'm praising him. What is he feeding you? I'm praising him and he's giving me the strength to do it. I keep praising him. Hey, what are, I don't even know how, how I'm standing. I don't even know how I'm standing. But God is with me. And that I can testify. But you're going to have to testify. You're going to have to stand and say, God is helping me even if they kill you. So I want to read quickly Psalm 33, 13. And this, maybe, maybe it's going to sound, I don't want to sound like I'm preaching gloom and doom, like as people say, but I, it's, going to be, it's, going to be, it's going to be two kind of twofold thing here. But it's preparing you to really understand that we must have faith in God, that you must put your faith and trust in God. Psalm 33, 13 through 20. It says, from heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From heaven God looks and he sees every human being. Everyone is in the eyes of the Lord. He watches it. He sees it. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth. Brothers, this is written. This is the Bible. I'm not telling you something that I'm inventing. 
So you have to believe it. Either you believe it or you don't believe it. But if you don't believe it, you will go through craziness. So I believe everything. I, like, I always say to this, and I say it kind of jokingly, I am, I am so ignorant that I believe every word that is in the Bible. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it, and I live by this. I, I cannot believe any, anything else but what is written. I don't care what the world says, but I believe this word. I have not read anything here that it puts me in bondage. This is the Bible. This is the word of God. And he says it. It's in the word. He says, from his dwelling place, he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. He considers everything they do. He watches it. He sifts it. And he sees your intention. He sees if you have faith or not. He sees if you're just manipulating things. He sees it. He sees everything. He considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite, despite all's great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are in those who fear him. And those whose hope is in his unfailing love. To deliver them from death and keep them alive and famine. You listen? To deliver them from death and keep them alive and famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Come on, church. Come on. God is our shield and our help. He is our protector. It's not the government. It's not the doctors. It's not your mask. It's not anything else. You can die with a mask. But God is your protector. God is my shield and my, and my blessing. Everything I have comes from God. I know that it, it sounds crazy, but I, 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 don't, I barely ever, ever get sick of anything. I'm not saying for, because of anything, but I have, I have really, the day that I confess Christ to be my Lord and Savior, I close my eyes, and whatever is in the Bible, I believe it. I believe it, and I apply it, and I, and I say, this is true because how do you think Jesus defeats Satan? He said, it is written. I don't need to question it. I don't need to find out with 10 people if this is true or not. I don't have to go around as theologian and how much. You know what? It is written, and that's the end of it. It is written, and that's the end of it. Don't question it. Don't stop trying to manipulate and figure out. No, no, it is written. Therefore, it is written, and I believe it. Finish, finish, finish. So you have to believe it. So, <laughs> I believe that this coming year, or starting in the year 2022, is the year that you're going to be forced to declare. You're going to be forced to declare that God is your provider. This is the year, it's coming. This is the beginning of the year where God's people is going to have to stand in the front of your job, in the front of anybody, or your house, or whatever it is, and you have to say to them, declare. Now, this is not a, 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 a secret service thing. 
This is something that you have to publicize it, that you have to say it, that people have to know when they come to your house, when they see you driving, when they see you putting gas, where there's no gas, and you're putting gas, they say, how can you put gas, there's no gas? Well, my car is getting filled, I don't know how, but I have gas, I have this, I have that. How in the world are you getting? You know why? Because God is my provider. I have no clue how he's doing it, but he is I, one of his son, I'm one of his children, and God is providing everything I need. Come on, yes. come on, you have to believe it. You have to have faith though. This is only by faith and trusting God, blindly trusting God, and that he will provide everything. Jesus, thank you. So I am not preaching, as I say, gloom and doom, but this, this coming year is the year that you must stand for what you believe in faith and trusting God. This, is, this coming year, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, it's coming a time where you must have to stand for what you believe. You're gonna have to stand for what you believe. Believe me, you'll be shaking. People will, people will try everything to derail you. The, the, the enemy, the spirits, and people will try to derail to believe otherwise and to do things that you question it, you're not sure, maybe, see, maybe not, or, or whatever. No, 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 you know what? If you have faith in God and you trust him, there's no question what you're gonna do. You don't question what you're gonna do. You're gonna have the right answer and you're gonna be sure that what you're doing is what God is telling you to do. Because if you do otherwise, it will not go well. So this, is, this coming year is where you have to, you, you I believe, this coming year is you must stand for what you believe in faith and trust in God. Paul said to Timothy, to his spiritual son, Timothy, in 2 Timothy 3 and 1, Paul says, the Holy Spirit through Paul says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. This, this is in the Bible. You can read it, you can look it up. Second Timothy 3, 1. Mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. And he was not kidding. It's coming. You think we have gone through stuff? You wait. You wait. In verse 12, he says, in fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. It's not maybe. It's not that you, you're going to be. May, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen in our time. I'm planning to live for 120. Praise the Lord. No sickness, no nothing. I'm going to live 120 walking and praising God. I declare it. I say it all the time. Say, Lord, I'm living 120 years, but I'm not going to be laying down in the hospital with my mouth open. I'm going to be praising you walking around. Amen. Walking around, praising God. Amen. Amen. But he says... <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. We're going to see a lot of the stuff. In 1 Timothy 4.1, the Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Don't we are there yet? Mizari, are we there yet? Are we there? 
when you find that many churches, many people supposedly believe in the Word of God, preaching things that is not over the Word of God, telling people to do things, to believe things that is not in the Word. I am completely against all that craziness. Blindly, I believe the Word of God. Blindly. And let the Holy Spirit reveal to you exactly what he meant by that. Because you got a lot of the people there who would derail you to believe something else. I don't believe that our church does that. I believe that Pastor Tom is staying firm in the word. I believe that Pastor Bishop is staying firm in the word. And I know, I know myself, maybe you don't know me, but I, I live by the word. I stand firm in the word. Amen. And I, I'm, I'm crazy about it. I, I'm, not, I'm not one day yes and one day no and maybe and this. Well, I think, you think. No, 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 you know what? It's written and that's it. That's the end of it. Right. You're living in sin. The Bible says clearly you better change that. You better repent. You better fix your life. It says it. So listen. <laughs> the Spirit clearly says, in the latter time, many, many is going to abandon the faith and follow all kinds of craziness. And First Timothy 5.15 says, some have in fact already turned away to follow Satan. Some already have turned away. What does that mean? It was, it was believers. It was some people who supposedly believe in God, supposedly follow the, the word of God, and all of a sudden they have turned to follow Satan. You better watch it. You better watch it because it's coming in a time where a, a lot of people will be deceived. A lot of people will be deceived because of the pressure, because of the pressure of, of, of doing the way they do it. I, I, I can go through all over the place. I just, Jesus help me. Fuego. <laughs> fuego. In 2 Timothy 2, Jesus, más fuego. In 2 Timothy 2, 7 11. 7 11. 2 Timothy 2, 7 11. 7 to 11. Paul says, Reflect on what I'm saying. And this, that, that, that's, that is what I want to communicate to you. Reflect on what we're saying. For the Lord will give you insight into all this. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's words is not chained. This word, I don't care what they do. This word will continue, either they like it or not, that the word of God will continue. This word can never be imprisoned. This word can never be stopped. The word of God can never, never be denied. Because it's God's word. It's his word. And men's better know that our words means nothing against God's word. The word of God cannot be changed. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is trustworthy saying, if we die with him, we will also live with him. Hallelujah. Come on. If we die, why? That's why I always say a believer don't have to worry about dying. Death has no power over, over God's people. Death is being defeated, brothers and sisters. If we have to die, let it, let it go. Let it be. We are children of the most high God. We have eternal life in Christ Jesus. But why is it we have so much fear? Why is the people of God have so much fear? I don't understand it. 
I, I'm telling you, I, I claim it and I say it, and I'm, Lord, I'm going to live to 120 years. Praise the Lord if it's his will. But if I go tomorrow, I praise the Lord. I'm leaving. I'm ready to graduate. As a graduation. Amen. As a graduation, I'm going to graduate, and I'm going to be in heaven praising the Lord. So uh, listen, we don't have to be fear of anything. So now, brothers and sisters, I believe in my spirit that this coming year will bring some challenges. Are you ready? Are you ready for those challenges? As a body of Christ, as a believer, are you ready? Are you ready to confront what is coming? Are you ready to stand for what is coming? Are you ready to confess Christ as your Lord and Savior? Are you ready to believe that everything that comes into your life comes from God? That is not from the government, it's not from your job, it's not from your intellectual, it's not from anything else. It comes from God. So I believe that this coming year we're going to face a lot of, lot of stuff. It could be the beginning of Revelation 2.10. Let's read it. It could be the, the beginning of Revelation 2.10. It says, do not be afraid of, do not be afraid of what, you are, what you're about to suffer. Do not be afraid of what you're about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you and you will suffer persecution for 10 days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victor's crown. Whoo, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm believing, I'm kind of believing that this, that we, we, we're facing this. We are, we are about to face this, this uh, revelation to 10. So we are entering the year of 22, or 2022. We are entering in the year of 22. 22 is an angel, is an angel number. It's the number of an angel. Reminding you of the power of your inner divinity. And you will demonstrate God's power to the world. And the year 22 is the year the God's people is going to demonstrate to the world the power of God in you. This is, the, this is the coming year. The beginning of God's people or God making a difference between God's people and the people of the world. So I, I want to tell you, get in position. Get ready. Get ready. Because God is going to show the world who he is in you. Who he is and you. He's going to. It's coming. Now, number 22, number, number 22, whew, I need a water. <laughs> number 22, which is a double 11, pay attention to this craziness. Number 22, which is a double 11, symbolizes symbolizes disorder and chaos. Number 11 symbolizes disorder, thank you, gracias, disorder and chaos. And because is number 22 has 211, that means it can be double craziness. Double craziness this coming year. 
So has double love symbolized disorder and chaos. And it can mean concentration of this, organi- this, this organization. Satan is gonna concentrate and bring and disorganize everything, even the church. Even the church, disorganize, bring chaotic stuff. Believe me, he, he, is, he is preparing to do all this craziness. Dovo 11 means disorder and chaos. Number 22 has 211. But also on the pastor's side, this will be the year where God's people will get double power. Come on. Amen. Come on. In the mix of the craziness, in the mix of the craziness, come on. In the mix of the craziness, come on, guys. In the mix of this craziness, God is going to give you double power. Double power of God's people. You're going to stand in the mix of the craziness, and God is going to protect you there. Come on. I want the church to be alive. I want the church to know that we are different than the world, that you are different than the world. And you need to believe it. You need to have that faith in God that this chaotic thing that is coming is not going to affect you. Amen. In fact, it's going to prosper you. Yes. It's going to prosper God's people. It's going to prosper all around and everything, in the natural and the spirit realm. God is going to prosper his people in the mix of this craziness. But you have to believe it. You have to stand and you have to have faith in God. And th- this is going to happen. This is going to happen. So number 22 has 211, but on the, the, the positive side, this is the year of double power for God's people. Double anointing. Double anointing. Because, you know why? Because number two appears twice. Satan is parallel of trying to derail God's people because he have all this chaotic thing, and God says, but I have, <laughs> I have something that you, Satan, I will not reveal to you, only to my people. I have double power. I will give them double power to show you, to show the world that this is my people. This is my chosen one. Come on, brothers and sisters. You have to believe it. You have to stand. You have to fight these things. Come on. I might not be big and in in, in natural, but I'm big in the spirit. I'm not going to give up to this craziness. And you have to fight this. We have to fight it together. Number two is unity. If we keep united, we keep one in Christ, we keep one in spirit, believe me, Satan cannot come against us. But he he had tried to bring division within the church so that he can attack the body of Christ. Don't allow any thought, any negative, anything or gossip or tell by because this person said, no, 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 we are the body of Christ and we stand together in Christ. God is our father and we're going to fight this thing together. We're going to stand together. But it has to be unity. It has to be unity in the body of Christ. So that Satan cannot have any power within the body of Christ. If it's unity, Satan cannot touch us. So he's going, brother, brothers and sisters. Number two appear twice, so God is going to give us a double faith. Double faith. I, double faith, just think of that. 
The Bible says if you have the faith of the, just a little seed of the master seed, master, uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know if I ever see a little seed of master, but anyway, little seed of that. You can say to these things, go, and they go. Can you imagine having the faith of a scythe of a watermelon? What you can do? <laughs> God is going to give us double faith in this year, coming year, the beginning of this year, and on and on and on and on. And you got to pass down to your children. You got to pass down to the new generation that they, God's going to make a difference between his people and the people of the world. But you have to have the faith. You have to trust God. You have to believe it. You have to position yourself. You have to position yourself so that God can trust you with that. Because too many Christians going back and forth, back and forth. How can you trust somebody when they go back and forth? Just think of the natural. If you have a, if you have a business and you have somebody who works for you and go work one day and two weeks later he shows up and then another week and then one day, two days he's sick, two days he's not here, he's not there. How can you trust somebody like that? So it's the same way with God. God needs people to stand firm, to, to, be, to always be consistent and say, no, I believe, in my, in my, I believe in my God. I believe in my Savior. I believe what is written. I believe what he says. Amen. So you have to be consistent. You can't just go back and forth and believe that God is going to trust you with anything. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So... <laughs> Position yourself. Everything, everything, and those who have faith and trust God, God is going to give you double. Everything and everything. It's not just one thing. I, you know, I refer, it's not just many times we think, oh, I'm going to have, they're going to pay me double. They're going to have, a, no, 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 it's in everything. But you have to trust God and have faith in him and trust completely, not your job, not anything else. Trust him and God is going to double everything in God's people and his people. Amen? Trust him. He is going to double everything in your life. Elijah say, Elijah say, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. I need, I need you to, we're not finished, we're not even halfway yet, but oh Jesus. So I want you to stand this time. I want you to stand. Come on, just stand. Believing, have faith. Have faith in God. And say, just tell the Lord whatever word you want to say, but I will say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you give me a double portion of your spirit. Father God, that I can go and testify and reveal the power of my Father in heaven. I am your son or your daughter. I am here because I want to do the work of Jesus. And Father God, if I need to be stripped from everything of this world, I'm willing to give it up. But I want to serve you, Lord. I want to have the double portion of the Holy Spirit in my life. Thank you, Lord. I want to represent you to the fullness. I want to do 100%, Lord. And I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Receive the double portion. Receive the double portion from the Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You might be seated. You can sit. Thank you, Jesus. Double portion. Jesus. You know what Jesus says? Jesus says in 14, John 14, 12, very truly, or the, I tell you the truth, he says, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. 
and they will do even greater things than this because I am going to the Father. This is Jesus saying, this is the time, this is the time that is coming where you're gonna do greater things than what Jesus did because the power that God is gonna invest on you, it is enormous. It is huge, I'm telling you. But you have to position yourself. You have to be an obedient to the Lord. You have to have faith in God. And you have to trust God blindly that he is everything in my life. But he will give you, Jesus said it, you will do greater things than this. So many times I say, how, can, how in the world can I do that? You're going to ask that question because you, you're thinking humanly. Just let God do it. Don't worry about it, how he's going to do it. He make a donkey speak. Amen? Don't worry about how can a donkey be able to talk. That's not your business. Let him do it. Let him do it. I look at myself, how can I be preaching? I'm the same way. I'm like, how can I be here? I don't know. Take it up to him. He was the one. <laughs> chose me. <laughs> and he's chosen you to do other works or greater works or whatever it is. He had chosen you. Don't question it. Just be obedient. Just do what he says. Didn't, didn't Mary say that to the people? Yeah, that's right. Lord Jesus, do this, do this. It's not my time yet. And then she, she turned around and goes, just do whatever he tells you. <laughs> yes, I'm, the same, I'm telling you the same thing. Don't question anything. Just do what he tells you. It might look foolish to you, but not to him. He knows what he's doing. He is in control. Thank you, Jesus. So it is time for God's people to position themselves to receive the blessings of the Lord. It is time, brothers and sisters. Wake up. It's time for you to position yourself to receive the blessings of the Lord. And I, I, I have a long scripture here that I don't, I, anyway, I'm going to read it maybe just a little bit. But Second, Second Chronicles 20 and I'm going to read from 15 down because all those names and, and verse 14 is kind of uh, difficult to read, especially when your mouth is dry. <laughs> in verse 15, all these people in, in verse 14, in verse 15 he says, he says, listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Jerusalem, and who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. So apply these words. I, you know, when I read the Bible, I sit down and I read it. It's like that. But then I read it and I bring it to me. And I apply it to me. I say, this is for me. If I'm reading this word, this was not for 20,000 years ago or 10,000 or 2,000, whatever thousands you want to put in there. This, this word is for me today to grasp it, to, to apply it. And so I need this word for me. So he says... The Lord says, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. He's telling you. He's telling you today. With using Pastor Willie, using this little guy from whatever country he came from, if you don't know, just he using this person here to tell you, to tell you, do not be afraid or discouraged. Because of this, of his, of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Listen to this. All this craziness of vaccine and sickness and viruses and things and whatever, God is saying to you today, do not be afraid. Amen. 
or discouraged for what you see. Because of this vast craziness, army, for the battle is not yours, but God. You should, you should highlight those things in your Bible. Tomorrow, march down against them. He's not telling you to just sit there and say, well, thank you that I'm God's son, and he's going to take everything, and he's going to do, no, 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 no. No, no, God is saying to you, no, no, you have to stand and face it. You have to stand and show them that you're not afraid. The minute you show fear, Satan will take over. No matter what it is. It can be a sickness. It can be afraid of this. I, I have people who don't get out of the house, but they go shopping. They don't come to church because they're afraid to get sick. Don't give me a hug. Don't, don't, don't shake my hand. Oh, no, no. Maybe you know, you're not sick at all. You don't, have, you, don't, you don't have cover, but you carry it, and then you give it to somebody else. Oh, now I'm, I'm the one who needs to like myself because everybody else have cover because I don't have it. And that's not crazy. That's, like, that's, that's what it's going. That's why it was going. If you don't have COVID, people going to tell you that you're the one who's contaminating everybody. That's right. <laughs> I mean, think about the craziness. It's, it's crazy. So, for the battle is not yours by God. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the paths of seas, and you will find them on the end of the gorge and the desert in Jerel. You will not have to fight this battle. Listen, God is saying to you, you seal this, but you do not have to fight this battle. Now, you need to confront them. You need to stand and face them. Take up your positions. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance of the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. That's what the Lord says to, 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 to Moses. Stand still and see. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. This fight is against me. Not against you. They are fighting against me, and do not worry. I will see to it. When anything comes against the body of Christ, against the children of the Most High God, believe me, God says, you stay still here. Stand up. Don't be afraid. I will take care of it. I bet you, anyone here, no matter how much how Christian you are, if you have a toddler and somebody comes and kicks the baby, you don't stand and say, go ahead and defend yourself. I bet you, you stand in front of the baby and you say, this is not against my baby, this is against me. You bring it to me. Uh, and this is what God is saying to us. Don't be afraid. Face it because I will fight for you. Amen? I will fight for you. The Lord says, face them tomorrow, and the Lord will, will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down and his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshiped before the Lord. 
Then some Levites from the Caiaphas and Caronites, whatever the name is, stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with every loud voice. Very loud voice. Why is people afraid to bring a loud voice to the Lord and praise the Lord Jesus? Come on, church. We need to stand up and let the enemy know we have the voice of the Lord. We praise him all the time. Come on. We praise him. He is our God. He is our King. He is our Lord. Come on. Give him praise to Jesus. We praise you in the mix of the storm, Lord. We are not afraid. We have no fear. God is our provider and our protector. Come on, guys. Come on, church. Woo! Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on. Loud. Praise him loud with a loud voice. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. And as they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, Judah, and people of Jerusalem, have faith. Have faith. Have faith in the Lord, your God, and you will be of hell. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out and the, and, and the head of the, uh, the head of the army, saying, Keep thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Keep thanks to the Lord. Just keep thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. God will never forsake you. God will never leave you or forsake you. He will be with you to the end. Doesn't matter what you're going through. God is with me. God will protect me. God will fight for me. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I have no fear. Come on. I have no fear. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Woo. So why are the key words in, the, in, this passage, in this passage that we just read? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Key words. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The battle is not yours, but God's. And he repeats the same phrase again. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The battle is not yours, but God's. Go out to face them. The Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Go and fight them. Go and, and, and face them. God will fight for you. God is a fighter. You know? Yes. <laughs> what Jesus, <laughs> Jesus says in John 14, 1. What did he say? He says, do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Also trust in me. Come on. He is encouraging you. He is telling you. He is, he is telling his people, do not be afraid. Trust God. It is written. Trust him. He will fight for you. He will protect you. Nothing will come near you. We read the scriptures that no matter what pestilence come this way and that night and the moon and the day, nothing will harm you. Nothing will harm God's people if you trust and you have faith in him. The reason, the problem with all this thing is that all that stuff comes to me because I trust in myself and I hide myself and I have fear of this and I have fear of that and I don't know if that's going to happen to me and Lord Jesus protect me, but I have fear. And God says, okay, 
You are like, a, like, like, like the ocean, go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, and, and how, can, how, how in the world are you going to receive any protection, any blessings when I give it to you and then you give it away? You have to stand firm and say, no, I believe today, today, you may have, maybe you're not fighting an army. Today, you're not fighting any army. But every day, we'll battle temptation, pressure, and rulers of the unseen world. I always, rem- I always remember, Ms. Adi, every time I read the scripture here in, in uh, Ephesians 6.13, when we fight these, these things in the unseen world, we put the full armor of God. You put the full armor of God and you trust God. So therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil is 6.13, Ephesians 6.13, so when, when the day of evil comes, they will come you may be able to stand your ground. When the devil comes with all this army, if you put the full armor of God, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, you stand and you stand some more. You keep standing and you keep saying, I will not push back. I will not be pushed back. I believe in the word and I will stand on the word of God. He is my protector and you face the enemy and you tell him the way, the way where he should go. <laughs> you tell him. <laughs> you tell him where he should go. Jesus. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so these unseen forces wants you, what do they want? These unseen forces, what they want is you to, for you to rebel against God, for you to not trust God, for you to not to believe God, for you to basically deny God. This is what the, those forces, the unseen forces want you to do, rebel against God so they can, that the enemy can have access to you. And this is the time that you need to remember as believers Remember as believers, we have God's spirit in us. You have the spirit of the Lord in you. Come on, church. You have the spirit of the Lord in you. If, if we ask God to help us, what he's going to do? He's going to help you. He's going to help us. God always, 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 always wins. Yes. Always. Always, he has never been or ever will be defeated. Never. So when you ask God as a sure victory, God will defeat the enemy in your life. God will defeat anything that you ask God to help you with this. God help me and God will help you. The Holy Spirit of God lives in his people. So God always wins. Get ready. Prepare yourself for a promotion. Are you guys ready? Are the churches ready? The church of God is ready to receive a promotion from God. God is going to promote his people this coming year. I tell you that a few times already. God is getting ready to promotion his people this year. I I mentioned this in the Spanish church, and maybe I have mentioned it here before. Twice it happened to me since I've been preaching. I think maybe the second or third time that I was going to preach, our office is still, the prayer room was in the side at the time, and I was praying, we were praying, getting ready for the service, and my hands started to be filled with oil. And normally, my hands are kind of dry. I do a lot of things. I never use no gloves or nothing, so my hands are kind of dry. 
And all of a sudden in prayer, my hands are full of oil. And I'm thinking, I'm almost freaking out, thinking, Lord Jesus, what's going on with my hand? Oil all over my hands, oil. So as we were coming out, we're getting ready, the Lord says to me, just before I was gonna come up to preach, I have blessings in my hands, but my people are not positioned themselves to receive it. God has blessings in his hands, brothers and sisters, for his people, but we are not positioning ourselves to receive those blessings. How I position myself, I surrender my life to him. I give it all to him. I worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I am there all the time in my house and here and everywhere I go. I'm praising the Lord. I have blessings in my hand and people are not positioned in themselves. But two, two or three years later, maybe more than that, we already have moved to the Spanish congregation and they are in prayer. Same thing happened to me, maybe more than three years later. Same thing, I'm thinking, okay, what is, what's going on? Lord, why, why is my hands full of oil? And when I, we came out and when I was gonna get ready to preach, the Lord said the same thing to me. He says, it's time, it is time for my people to position themselves to receive my blessings. It is time. And it's almost, almost, almost a sound in my spirit, almost, almost like God is begging, begging and says, don't you know what I, what, I have, I, what I have invested on you? Don't you know what I have placed in you? How could you not position yourself to receive this? Amen. So brothers and sisters, it's time. It is time for us to position ourselves to receive his blessing. Do not complain if you are going through battles. God is preparing you for something big. You're going through things, praise God. God is preparing you for greater things. I don't know what you're going through, and you might not know what we have gone through. Maybe we have not gone as much as somebody else, and somebody else not much as other people. But God, whatever it is, God is preparing you for something bigger. Something bigger. I, uh, and I, I'm going to say this, and I know that it was not, maybe, I don't know if it's a good thing to say, but <laughs> we were in the tent, and, uh, and sometimes Katie, Katie came up and said to Mark Lilly, get ready, for God is going to anoint you to record a CD. I was sitting there, and I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. And then she says, which I don't know whatever that is, she took some money and says, and I'm sowing the first seed. Let me tell you, this is a word from the Lord. You just gotta believe it and have faith in God. And if that is for his glory, and that is to glorify God and praise him through all, that will come through. That will come through. Believe me because it was the word of the Lord. Don't take the word from what it's coming from. Don't take the word from whoever the person is. Take it from what it came from, came from God. And, and he used this, this fragile vessel to deliver a word that nobody was expecting. So you're going through battles, God is preparing you for something bigger. You can read this in Genesis 39. 
two and three where Joseph went through some craziness. But then the Lord prepared with preparation. If Joseph was started to complaining and mourning and doing crazy things and behavior and all kinds of things, he probably expect, he probably would have spent the rest of his life in jail. But he didn't. He worshiped the Lord. He praised God, and God promoted him to a highest level than anybody at the time could have. So God is preparing you. Don't complain. But you must stand firm in your faith, and you will, or, or you will not be able to stand at all. You must stand fair, firm in your faith, or you will not be able to stand at all. Look again at verse 6 in chapter 2, verse 4. I mean, uh, chap, uh, verse 6 in 2 Kings 4. When all the jars were full, she said to her, to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is no jar left. Then the oil has stopped flowing. Don't, don't cut yourself short from the blessing that God wants to pour in your life because you, you want to bring your human reasoning. Human reasoning will rob you from the blessings of God. You got to do what he says to you without limitation. God will bless you if you don't put human limitation on God. Don't put human limitation on God. If he gives you one person to witness, witness to that person. Because maybe he's going to do great things to that person. Whatever that is. Whatever it is. Don't put human limitation on what God is going to do for you. Amen. So when, when did the oil stop flowing? When they ran out of jars. The number of jars they gathered was the indication of the faith. So whatever you do indicates your, the faith that you have. You're limiting God to only bless you a little bit. God wants to bless you way, way much more. Elijah said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. God has a double everything and beyond for God's people. This is starting this coming year. Believe me, I believe in fullness with my whole heart. I don't know what, it, what is that, but just be aware what God is doing in your life and be faithful to do what he tells you to do, and God is going to give you double. And you have to receive it. Amen? So how big is your faith? We're going we, yeah, we finish. We finish. How big is your faith for this coming year? How big is your faith for this coming year? What is it that you're contending for this year? What is it? You have, to, you have to tell that to the Lord. How big is your faith to believe what you're contending for this year? How big is your faith? Don't limit yourself with a human, human understanding or limitations. God's provision is always as large as your faith and willingness to obey. God's provision for you is always, always as large as your faith and your willingness to obey him. Be aware of limiting God's, God's blessing by the lack of faith and obedience. Be aware how you stop God or you limit God to bless you 
because of your lack of faith and obedience. We, we're gonna see us, we're gonna listen to a song, but I wanna pray for you before we play that song. We stand, can we stand? And uh, if somebody wants prayer, the, the uh, ministry team can stand in the front and pray, but I, I, I just feel, I don't even know, oops, sorry. Yeah, I, I feel that the Lord really, 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 really asking you, the main thing is position yourself. You need to position yourself. Think in the natural. If I'm going to give you a gift and you hold your hands in the back, I probably keep it. Not only that you don't want it, but you basically say, I don't, I don't need anything from you. So you got to position yourself and say, Lord, I'm here. I want that gift. I want that power to glorify you, not to show myself to anyone, but to show you to the world. That you be revealed through me. If I need, as Paul says, I have lost everything for the sake of Christ. Everything was garbage. So Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for your people today. I'm asking you, Father God, that they position themselves, or you help them, help all of us to position ourselves to receive that blessing from you. And Father God, through all this, we will represent you, the world will see you in us. You're gonna demonstrate your power to the world through us, and we are here willing and ready to say yes. Yes, Lord. So bless everyone here. Bless everyone here in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.